welcome to the Two Acre Homestead. Come along with us on our journey from a small suburban homestead lifestyle to our new lifestyle homesteading in the rural countryside of Southern Arizona. We'll share with you our tips, tricks, successes, and failures from both our past suburban lifestyle to our new rural lifestyle, all on the Two Acre Homestead. Welcome to the Two Acre Homestead. My name is Lisa and I'm your host. And I'm so happy to have you back on our podcast today. We are talking about how to convince your spouse or your family or whoever you're living with to go on the homesteading journey with you. So this is a topic that hangs a lot of people up because one spouse may be just gung-ho about, you know, we're just going to, we need to go back to our roots and start growing our own food. And and you are just gung-ho to do it. But your spouse might be looking at you, shaking their head, saying, I would just like to go to the store and get a salad. What's wrong with this plan? Sometimes, especially within the marital situation, that plays out all the time. And that's simply because opposites attract. Um, You know, it's just the way things are. So for those of us who are the gung-ho, the, you know, Let's, you're going to lead the charge. We're going to do this. There is a quality that all of us have to work on. And I am including myself in this statement because I am that type of person. And that is all of us need to work on patience. Patience is a virtue, they say. And If you are a Bible reader, it is actually in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, it talks about the virtue of the uh, Holy Spirit as being, one of the virtues of it is patience. So patience is something that we all need to work on, no no matter what your ideas are you need to be patient and we have to be patient with our spouses so how do you convince patiently convince your spouse that this is the best thing for them the first thing i would say is lead by example when you are setting the example in your household by stating, you know, I want to clean up, let's just say for the sake of example, you're going to say, I want to clean up the way I'm eating and I want to grow most of the food that I eat. Be okay with the fact that your family may not want to eat the same thing as you. Be okay and be patient with the fact that you may have to grow your food 
and then let them buy their food and you lead by example. But at the same time that I say this, you don't want to overwhelm yourself with this new lifestyle. Because the second you get yourself overwhelmed is the second they're going to retort, see, it's too much. It's just too much. And in a sense, they would be right. Because to get yourself overwhelmed, then that means you're taking on too much. So you want to do it slowly in a balanced and slow way. Think about it from this perspective. I know from my perspective, I live with a husband who sleeps as hard as a rock. A mariachi band could come into our room. He would hear nothing, whereas I would sit there and enjoy the show. Nothing audibly wakes that man up. but. If a light, if the light is turned on, that man is wide awake and not a happy camper when he wakes up. The reason why I say it this way is anytime you have woken somebody up by turning on a bright light, you are never going to get a good response from that person. The likelihood that that person is going to be very upset with you for waking them up in such an abrupt manner. Yeah, it's never, nothing good is ever going to come out of waking somebody up like that. It's the same thing with homesteading. If you decide to turn, make a hard right-hand turn and I'm going to just go ahead and we're just going to start homesteading and I'm going to start keeping chickens and we're going to start doing this and growing our own food. You are shining a very big light, my friend, in somebody's eyes who are sleeping. Nothing good is going to come of that. That's why you need patience. Patience in this particular case, is such a virtue. Patiently let your spouse, your family, whoever you live with, patiently let them see how beneficial this lifestyle is for them. Are you experiencing health problems in your family? Maybe this type of lifestyle is the answer for them or for you. By patiently, slowly adopting this lifestyle, taking it little bits at a time, your family will either understand or they will be all on board to do the same thing with you. The second point is make homesteading Make your homesteading journey fun. Don't try to make homesteading this hard, bare knuckle, I'm going to just, 
you know, we're going to fly by the seat of our pants and try to do this thing. Don't make it so that it's so difficult for your spouse that your spouse gets overwhelmed with trying to make you happy. Make it fun. Make it something enjoyable, something that you and your entire family look forward to doing. Let's say for the sake of example, you have a standard standard lot, um, home-size lot, and you have a standard backyard, and you decide, you know, I'm just going to take a four-by-four-foot area of our backyard, and I'm going to grow all of my own salad for the summer or for the whatever season, spring, winter you're going to grow all of your own salad. So what is included in salad? Well, that would be obviously lettuce, tomatoes, maybe some cucumbers. Make that fun. Have your children help you. If you've got children, hey, you know, why don't you help mommy put some seeds in the ground and water it? Make it fun for them. And when you have setbacks and disappointments, maybe you've got some beetles that are trying to eat up your cucumbers, you know, try not to be so disappointed and so upset because you're trying to make this as fun as you possibly can for your family. And then once you've gotten that four by four little area, then you can maybe expand and do another four by four bed. And then you have two four by four beds. And then you could say, you know, this bed is for the children and this bed is for mom and dad. And have your spouse, hey, honey, you know, could you help me with the soil? Make them a part of it, but make it fun. The other thing that you want to do is as you are starting to live this lifestyle, be careful with what you talk about. This is something that I can speak of from experience. When my husband and I, when he was on board with homesteading and living this lifestyle, we became, mm, I'm going to say zealous is the word. We became very zealous about homesteading. And anybody who talked to us knew that's what we had chosen to do. And we just couldn't understand why no one else in the world was seeing what we're seeing. Why don't you see this? And we, people got tired. Our circle of friends got tired of hearing us talk about this and thought we had lost it. And I would recommend to you that if you do get to that point, when you get to that point where both you and your spouse or you and your family, you are all on board and you are all in agreement that this is what you want to start doing. Try not to be too zealous about it. 
take a more casual approach. This is our life. This is our lifestyle. There's, you know, isn't this what everybody does? (sighs) Try not to be overzealous because when something is new like that, um, you just don't understand why other people don't see this. But remember, shining that bright light into somebody's eyes, you're going to get a negative response from people. So patience, patience, and more patience. And as homesteaders, that is a quality all of us have to have. Because whether we are gardening, we are doing animal husbandry, no matter we're canning, we're preserving, all of those things require a degree of patience. So those are some of my tips when it comes to convincing your spouse to be on board homesteading with you. Some spouses will never be on board. And that is a reality. And if that is something that you are facing, remember why you married your spouse. Know that you love that person. And that sometimes it just, that's just not what that person wants to do with their life. And you know, that's okay. You can still strive for this lifestyle in other ways. For example, cooking from scratch. Cooking, you know, making most of your meals at home from scratch is a part of this lifestyle. There are other aspects of the homesteading lifestyle. It's not just about gardening, husband and um animal husbandry, preserving. There are other things that a person can do to live and support this lifestyle. For example, by supporting farmers, Um, you know, buying most of your fruits and vegetables, if you can't grow them for whatever reason, buy most of your fruits and vegetables, not from the grocery store, but from a farmer's market. Support your local farmers, those who are actually physically doing the work that you can't do. That is a way that you can support and be a part of this lifestyle. And like I said before, there are other things like you can grow things in pots. You can, you know, buy a quarter of a cow, learn how to do some canning. Those are things that most spouses would not be opposed to you doing. But at the end of the day, patience is the key. Never give up. Never lose hope that your spouse and or family will eventually get on board with you. The reason why I say that is there's a reason why you married. There's a reason why you're family. Why is that? Because you think similarly. Even though opposites attract, your thought processes, your reasonings on things usually are very similar. Otherwise, 
you may not be married for very long. <laughs> but, and I am not by any way, shape, or form a marriage counselor at all. Um, but give it a try. Be patient with them. Love on your spouse because at the end of the day, that is the vow that you made before men and God. So hopefully this gives you some tips and tricks and some advice into trying to convince your spouse and your family, lead by example, be patient, try not to be too zealous, and remember, do not shine a bright light in their eyes. Slowly dim, use a dimmer switch, slowly, slowly, patiently shine a gentle light on this lifestyle that you want to live. I hope that this podcast finds you and your family doing well. Be sure to visit us on our Instagram account at the Two Acre Homestead. And until next time, be safe out there.